The views and opinions expressed on this podcast do not necessarily reflect that of I Am Belitcast. Enjoy the show. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Hello, hello, hello there, everyone. Welcome back to Reading with R. It has been a very long minute a very busy couple of months so much happening in so little time so many big changes um i think the last time we met i updated you guys and told you that i was a graduate so yeah big changes again alhamdulillah i am now a youth copa copa sean and um yeah i got married that's a very big change as well and um well i've been very busy and for other reasons as well that is why i have been absent from this space but fear not i am back alhamdulillah better inshallah oh and before i start off talking about this episode ramadan mubarak to all my muslim brothers and sisters out there i hope you have a great and amazing month full of ibadah a blessed month may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept all our ibadahs and now to the interesting part of the episode the main reason why we're here drum roll please the title reveal oh you probably already saw it you know on the name of the episode but yeah today we're reviewing butter honey pig bread by francesca Ikuyasi. um the author is a canadian nigerian and it is a beautiful 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 book as are most of the books i like reviewing here it is very beautifully written in fact it was um shortlisted oh no sorry long listed for the scotia bank giller prize and um, a very interesting note the book is the author's debut novel and it was amazing yeah i'll just tell you from the beginning even though i know a lot of people here think that i give up five stars too freely but actually no i think a lot of those books deserve those five stars it was a beautiful book so yes i give it a hearty five stars let's see the book is divided into four parts as the title butter honey pig bread so there's a part for all of those ingredients here the story is about three nigerian women kambirinachi that's the mother and her twin daughters kindy and tai a very interesting thing about the way i read the book was that i didn't read the blurb i just started reading it so in the beginning i was just like oh yeah kambirinachi okay this is cool story starts off kambirinachi the twins mother she's an obanji don't worry as usual no spoilers here it's all in the blurb the mother is an obanji a spirit you know on the note of obanjis i had a very interesting discussion with some friends of mine after i read this book about obanjis and um yeah you know at first i thought i and some people that were on one side of the discussion okay okay wait wait, wait. first let me see let me tell you what an obanji is an obanji is um a spirit child that is believed to 
that um, the child comes into the world he is birthed or he or she is birthed into the world lives a very brief period of time and goes back to the land of the spirits because the child is believed to be a spirit so the child keeps coming back and dying and coming back it is believed that it is the same child being born again and again to cause misery for the family and you know in a lot of depictions they're depicted as mischievous light-hearted you know there's nothing malicious about their intent but because they're spirits and they're not to be tied down into this world that is why they keep dying and they keep going back so when we were discussing this there were some of us on the side of the discussion that were saying that um obanjis are actually sickle cell patients here and i think that makes a lot of sense medically to say that because you know sickle cell patients they 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 come from parents that are healthy obviously as and as and they birth a child that is sso previously prior to medical research and all of that it would just seem like the child would just keep dying without any reason so that seems like a very plausible explanation yeah and they would give birth to another the child would die again but someone posed an interesting opinion that um the same way all cultures we have our myths or not so much myths that we believe in in northern nigeria believe in jinns spirits and we believe that they exist and it is enforced to reinforce in our religion that they exist that is how in the south they actually some parts of them some of them actually do believe that the obanjis do exist and you know she said it in such a mysterious and calm way she just left it so open and like you never know it actually may be true you know it had me doubting my very scientific explanation so who knows yeah so the 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 twins mothers kamberinachi she is an obanji so as i explained in the beginning it is their very nature to be born die born die so and i think at a point the spirit she refers to herself as our you know and how the voices from back home are singing to her it's quite lyrical and beautiful um she decides that she wants to live she wants to stay in this world and uh, the book is written in such a way that a chapter is written about Kamberinachi the mother and then we go to the present starts talking about the twins Taiye and Kainde and then we go back to another chapter in the past to show us Kamberinachi's childhood so I like I like that I love that I love books that are written in that form I think I've mentioned this before but I love that I love that I don't think I can ever get tired of that trope so um yeah and a very important thing in this book is food it's very 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 important you know it's so it's 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 so important that of course the book is titled after several ingredients yeah so taie is a cook she's a chef she loves cooking um the book shows us as i said past kamberinachi's childhood and then the twins is present and their mom in the present but there is a trauma that happened in their childhood that we are not made aware of in the beginning until almost the very end so that trauma caused a rift between taie kainde and their mom so kainde cut them all off taie ran away to find ways to cope and deal so you know and um 
fill in the void with empty relationships and in the end it was food that saved her so these names of the parts the butter in the beginning it shows us her explorations and her cooking with butter and then the honey and how you know the recipe she makes with honey and pig the same pork how she learned how to butcher a pig and all of that and um the last part bread yes her explorations with bread as well so um another thing that i absolutely love about this book is the fact that there are actual recipes included in the book yeah there's this part let me read out a little bit of it this is how you make mosa with your sister on the day she returns home you are happy to occupy yourself with this task as it keeps you from asking da -da 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 -da. i'm gonna skip that maybe it's a bit of a spoiler you will need the following ingredients several overripe plantains six heaping tablespoons of flour four teaspoons of fast acting yeast a quarter cup of warm water a taradu peppers to your heat preference a tablespoon of salt and vegetable oil for frying first things first you'll have to activate the yeast you can do this while failing to share with your sister the fact that banke took it upon herself so do you get my drift you do you get the point i'm trying to make that is how the recipes are interspersed in between and woven into the story frankly it's beautiful it is very very beautiful in fact lyrical so there are a lot of recipes put into the book like that and the nice thing is that she actually includes the actual quantity so that if you want to recreate these recipes it's not going to be a challenge and i did recreate one and it was lovely i i made some and i tagged the author on instagram she appreciated that so thumbs up to me and then um the next thing is that the book is set across some um, lagos london where tai went to school canada where kindy went to school and where you know tai later moved to so it's set across all these oh no i think there's a part in algeria as well yeah so it's it's quite beautiful the globe trotting the culture the food you know we see a lot of the world from our little corner where we're reading the book and um, i think the book was very deeply researched at because you know she she doesn't just spout out whatever it is that she's talking about she talks about it in detail so i think there's this is this um similarity i would say that this book has with uh, chimamanda's americana you know apart from the fact that both of them are set in the diaspora yeah they both both authors found ways to talk about blackness and what it means to be black outside of um uh, uh, your own native country if you're in the diaspora so you know if you like that type of thing if you're into that kind of thing it has it has a bit of that in that you know talk about racism and how you know people deal with their blackness and all of that oh yes and a note as well the book is um it's a it's a, it's a very lgbtq-ish there's a lot of stuff about queerness and all of that now i don't know how some readers would feel about that but i felt i should include that you know sometimes people like getting warned before they go and read a book but what i do like about the book is that 
even though it was a major part of the book she didn't make it the center and focus of the book that like oh yeah that is all this is about no it wasn't that it wasn't a whole it wasn't being shoved into your face i liked that and um what else can i say without giving too much away oh yes her descriptions her descriptions of the people it's very dreamy she has this yeah the word i keep coming back to lyrical she has a very dreamy way of describing her characters and i i would definitely look forward to reading more books from the author overall it was a beautiful read and as always um an almost criteria for a book to be a favorite of mine it has a lot of quotable parts let me read a couple just like two or three life is an ambivalent lover one moment you are everything a life wants to consume entirely the next moment you are an insignificant speck of nothing meaningless i just gave you guys a moment of silence to let that sink in here's another you know it's actually the epic epipath or epi i think epigraph is when it's a paragraph i don't know what it's called when it's just a single line but anyway here it is pain eater fast today starve yourself a while i'm going to let that sink in as well it took me quite a while you know it was a bit of a debate deciding which one to read last or maybe i should just go crazy and read two more yeah okay here's the second to the last after elodie quite like falling off a narrow ledge accidentally but perhaps a little intentionally sauntering backward with that soft impish smile spread across her dark face and her eyes half shut sleepy moans Taye plunged deep into hedonism. Okay, last one, I promise. And that was her principal vice, wasn't it? Desiring to be entirely consumed by any and every moment that quenched the hungry, howling loneliness that sat curled down inside herself. If she could climb down the throat of an orgasm and rest eternal in its belly, and if she could sink into and be sealed beneath every delicious bite of every delightful thing, oh how she would, she would, she would. And that's a wrap. Thank you guys for listening. I'll see you next month, inshallah. Oh, oh, oh my god, I totally forgot one of the most important parts of our episodes, the poll, you know, the choices for next month's review. Um, I'm given three options here. You can look up the blurbs and then choose your choice, comment below. Number one, The Once and Future Witches by Alex E. Harrow, Girl Power. Number two, The Vanishing Half by Britt Bennett. Also girl power. Number three, Take Me Apart by Sarah Slager. That's the third choice. I'm going to read them out again. The Once and Future Witches by Alex E. Harrow. The Vanishing Half by Britt Bennett. Take Me Apart by Sarah Slager. 
And I also want to mention that, guys, you can now listen to our podcast on iTunes, on Spotify, on Podchaser, and all those other amazing platforms where you can listen to podcasts on. You can just listen on any of those platforms and have a lovely day. See you next time, inshallah. Bye. Thank you.